0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Bang. Hey, before we start this week's episode, we have another world premiere from our friends over at Days, um, our buddy Lumpy. Um, this band is called Boulevard of Death, they're from Italy. Um, I chose to do this intro because the Boulevard of Death is Queen's Boulevard, which is two blocks, two streets up from where I currently live in Woodside, Queens, New York. Um, so it's a very uh, close close to home name. So their band is called Boulevard of Death from Italy. The song is called Survive. It's off their upcoming EP, Hate Too Much to Love, and it's coming out on April 14th. So that's coming out on Days Records. The band is called Boulevard of Death. Check it out.
1: 72. Also,
0: by being on the road. It's called turn the page.
1: Yeah.
2: One,
1: two, three, and <laughs> on a long
0: and lonesome highway east of Omaha.
1: You can listen to the engine moaning out You're as just, like, one note song. Yo, you can think <laughs> Yo, about the woman. it would the be the Joe Budden part would be really good on that episode too, though.
2: That's a fact. You know, House CNN
1: scene, liberal, fuck that. I'm the yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> Team it? Rory. No, I'm yeah. Team Mall. Conservative,
1: <laughs> no, no. CNN here. Um, all right, it started off the way we normally do it. PK,
2: <clears throat> welcome to Axe Grind. The Hardcore Podcast. I'm Patrick.
1: I'm Bob. I'm
0: Tom. And Pat seemed confused. He was like, I'm Patrick?
2: Yeah, I, I, I was, it it was. was kind of a question. Because, <laughs> so that was not a bit. That was actually, I was going to tack on something after my <laughs> name and then. Had it, had became it, had the lost bit. it. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing I'm warning you guys now, I'm really fucking slow today. Okay. Like remarkably slow. I had to walk into then the other get room. You a said, I, 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 so it's funny you should say that, Tom. I don't like to see myself as a caffeine addict, as I am a, a righteous edgeman of many years. However, uh, my brain was moving positively sluggish. Uh, so for people, I just
1: called. He said, Tell your friend, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Yo, quick b- pause before we get so far away from it. it's uh, irrelevant because I want to get right back to this leave all that preamble in because I want to see people see how quick we flip the switch. Sometimes that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good.
2: Um, so, uh, I, I had to walk into the other room to Eric after like 15 minutes of being like, I can't be this dumb. Am I this dumb? And I said, Eric, what's that word where you're like, you're rich and you're, you're kind of crazy, but you're rich. So people don't say shit.
0: Etc. He goes, yes, "Yes,
2: right. And I was like, I, so I sat there staring at my computer screen, oh, going, no. going peculiar, odd,
1: <laughs> which works, uh,
2: iconoclastic. Uh, you know, what I mean? like I, like I'm. But you weren't think, hitting
1: the you weren't hitting the the nail on the head.
2: No, and I had
1: terrible feeling.
2: Oh God, it felt felt brain slow. So
1: that means your head's too full.
2: I, you know what's interesting? This is shinfo for our listeners. Everybody.
0: Isn't it, this all Shinfo? Yes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Bob and Tom joke about how little I like to work, but it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not this a shit joke. It sucks. <laughs> so, so, like, I, it's difficult for me to stay motivated, like many people that are, like, of a certain generation that uh, probably their moms love them too much and they think they don't got to work. That's me. And,
0: right. The greatest it's, generation.
2: It's, it, you know, it, 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 it's the thing is, I can only focus on the things that are exciting to me. I've had good jobs like, Oh, you're going to have a career here, kid. And I'm in the other room like, yeah, I'm not going to do that work. I'm going to write my comic books over here. Well, on the, on the clock until I get fired. And right. that's, that's just who I am. And it's a bad quality, no doubt. But the last three days I've had actual work to do where hours fly by because I'm just working, working, working. And Mm. I hate that. I like to go for a walk in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. I love that you've at-
0: gotten to that point at this age of your life.
2: Oh, it's terrible, Tom.
0: <laughs> you're like, fuck. I want to go take a walk, but like, I got work to do. Like that to me is incredible <laughs> that it took you to 29 years old to finally fucking yeah. experience mm-hmm. that feeling.
2: Yeah, listen. Uh, I'm I'm trying to push it out of my life. I'm trying to get. Ba- I'm trying to become crypto rich so I can just abandon this uh, th- this working life.
0: I have a crypto question for you which you may Ooh. not have the answer to. Okay. But so now <sighs> I kind of get what crypto is sort of whatever. Yep. Why is it such a like an energy suck? Like an actual electricity
1: suck. Oh. Okay,
2: so so it's a, it, it, this is an interesting question that I've read a lot about on, in the last few weeks because it became a really big deal in the art world,
1: right? Yeah, for NFTs.
2: Yeah, so for NFTs and it's a, in comics this is a war. Like if you're on, if you're on team NFT, people are like they jump out at you like they're Captain Planet and you're yes. the fucking like <laughs> the evil corporation.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden but, they haven't used a plastic bag in 35 years.
2: Yeah, so so I went and looked into it and there's been a number of people that have written articles lately. And essentially so blockchain technology is uh, uh hard drive intensive, right? So you're basically using um, what are they called? You, you, you're 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 using hard drives to mine for the shit, and also the transaction costs. So like, all of it is requiring computing technology that has to be plugged in nonstop and uses energy. So for example, if you're going to mine these coins, essentially just running these lines of code in, indefinitely and and generating this fake thing essentially
1: essentially it's like they're saying the value is in this motion this energy that's happening this transaction
2: and that costs that has an associated energy cost however the thing that i would urge people who have misgivings about blockchain technology or nfts etc etc to look into is the associated costs of the servers that they use every day for entertainment purposes so for example if you are utilizing YouTube, you have to jump immediately out of the blockchain is too damaging to the environment <laughs> it's a conversation. Sure, sure. You are no longer welcome here because right. you 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 don't understand what's going on and you've been fed this line where it's like, "Oh, it uses so much." T-. So Tom, here's what's important. It doesn't use as much as has been stated by people that are hysterical about the subject. If you look at the complete Uh, pie chart, it's an incredibly small amount relative to the others. That's not to say that if you think that blockchain technology, if you think that cryptocurrencies are total nonsense, then it's entirely too much energy to use on them. Entirely too much. If you think that they are a valid uh, way to accrue wealth, save wealth, uh, uh, transfer money onto your kids in some way, et cetera, et cetera, or if you just think it's a hustle that you could become slightly rich in the short term, then you might think it's definitely worth the uh, energy burn because the energy burn is not that much more significant than so many things that people enjoy. And per household, it's fucking minute compared to entertainment shit that we enjoy every single day.
1: Okay. And that is your blockchain minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey sponsors um big shout outs to death wish inc big shout outs to run for cover today we're going to talk about two of our other friends to live a lie and closed casket activities who wants to start and where are we starting gonna start in troy new york yeah
0: i'm going to our friends at closed casket um they've been busy during the pandemic is that and Germain to the, um, I use that now because Pat used it, and I was like, "That's a good word." I'm gonna, I'm gonna interpolate that into my, my, um, Jermaine to the topic at hand for this week. Um, I think they have a lot of, now that things are opening up, they put out some, a bunch of records Mm -hmm. that have, um, that are gonna have a huge impact once shows are, you know, that have had a huge impact already, and will have even a bigger impact once shows are happening. Mm. Um. The, the regional justice center record oh yeah um the god tate record yes that vein record the the old data in a new machine yeah like that it was like the remixes and kind of reissuing yeah new of two yeah, yeah. I, and i think honestly i think that's a good look and i think like if that's a forebear of what's co- to come for them like yeah the fucking sky's the limit honestly um, I'm curious. To see, I mean, with those, I mean, they might have a record done already. Who the hell know? You know what I mean? Like, mm. th- they could be working in silence this whole time and have something ready. Um, but I'm curious to see. You know, what the hell is a God's Hate Show going to look like now? Oh, they were de- you know like they were rough enough three years ago. I mean, they went from like uh, I forget who it might have been. Colin posted yeah. like before the record came out, they had three thousand monthly listeners on Spotify. Now they're at like fifty-eight thousand. 58 000, 55 yeah. 000 more people started listening to them
1: yeah That's i cool. feel like their first show That's back insane. in la could be pretty pretty messy like just a wild wild style you know yeah i mean helmets helmets you know fucking mask you need a helmet <laughs> yo uh i i fully endorse this message as well i think um regional justice under crime and punishment like I think in a way that surprised the band, like you guys might know this and maybe you felt it with some releases or maybe you haven't, but I think there was a little bit like those dudes obviously believed in the record and thought it was great and psyched on it. But I think they might've been like surprised at how big it went, how many people were really, really feeling it. Um, they had
0: to have been, I mean, there, I, there's no way that you could have thought like, I mean, cause you know, they put out good records before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, I think yeah. Nate being, you know, a, f- a famous wrestler. Like, oh, no. I mean, like, as someone who watches, like, the dude's famous. Like, he's well known. That, that for hurt. sure.
1: That for sure. I was talking about RJC too, though, Regional Justice. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. sorry. I pivoted. No, well, it's okay. Let, because let I think this. it's true for both.
0: <laughs> and, but I think RJC was like kind of got some of the military gun energy. Mm. And I think like people were kind of like getting hit to them before this and this was just like a perfect storm of like you know huge label huge sounding record huge looking record like the fucking yeah. artwork in that thing is incredible agree
1: pk what were you gonna say i
2: was gonna say i spoke to ian the other day from rjc and he uh he said i thought doing a band with with you would help alienate people and uh, we wouldn't be that big, but uh, it looks like it looks like now we gotta do a bunch of shows. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: what SWAT or
2: or yeah. regional <laughs> yeah, wrestling. Oh. Yeah, like, uh, he's like he's like, I really thought this was gonna push the people away, what but uh, fuck, you didn't do your job. Yeah, well you can't
1: even do that. Imagine that. No. We're gonna get that, into that, that's that powerful. Stuff. We're gonna get into it, but yo, check out those records and all the other releases uh, of recent carriage for Close Casket Activities. Go to Closecasket dot com. Fill up your web cart and let them know that Axegrind sent you, okay?
2: Wait, uh, before we go any further, uh, you got something else? I I think Bob is going to know the answer. Tom, uh, we've almost certainly mentioned this in passing on the show, but. uh, 108. Just just because we gave a shout out to uh, Troy New York, uh, do you know uh, what what Troy's uh, little nickname is?
0: Um god no
2: the collar city (laughs) and it's 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 name that (laughs) yeah it's the perp city (laughs) Yeah, it's uh it's funny so uh with tom's career uh advocating for people on rikers he has a completely different connotation for collar yeah
1: Yeah. the, the uh think more just uh our friend's old profession uh yeah. Relation there. So textiles.
2: In the in the nineteen hundreds, uh, uh ninety out of every hundred collars worn in the United States were made in Troy, New York. Wow. Yeah. Um Do they make them now? No, uh they all every single one of them had left by the nineteen by nineteen eighty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so
0: no. you know what? It, it, that tracks
1: actually. That tracks yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah. When you were a kid, did you ever go to Troy?
2: uh Yes, my father uh worked in troy, so mm, I, yeah. uh, uh so for anybody that knows the region yeah. uh immediately over the uh, green island bridge is where my father worked uh next to uh this is going to be very uh recognizable to people who who uh, live in the area there is a uh gravestone sales place. Uh, and my father worked (laughs) basically right next to it and some of my earliest (laughs) memories are going over that bridge uh here's some uh albany old shit for people that care Mm -hmm. uh my oldest memories besides uh going to uh the parking lot of an otb uh were uh, going to uh colson's uh uh, on uh are you talking about
1: are you talking about the place with all the magazines
2: Yes, exactly right.
1: I, I, it was. It's one of my favorite places in the world
2: for sure. Uh, Bob, would you try explaining this to somebody that <laughs> it, maybe, maybe if you're like, if you're twenty six or under, the concept yeah, yeah. of a store that sells magazines is I obscure well, to you.
1: I might as well talk about like life on Mars. Um, <laughs> they had more magazines than you could imagine. Yes, um, like. That, well, they had comics. Not a crazy selection of comics, but more comic books than <laughs> probably was rightful to have. But, yep. you know, so so I think everybody who's listening, e- well, maybe somebody who's super young, imagine the magazine section at Barnes & Noble, you know, this giant chain place, but maybe even double it up. like Double just it up. Goes, goes, and not as kind of whole, like, there was everything. They had everything. I bought lots of Uh, weird horror movie magazine like Fangoria and that kind of thing, heavy Mm -hmm. metal. But like those are just tip of the the iceberg. I wish I had a time machine to go back because I wonder how small press they were getting because they had lots of stuff. Like I couldn't believe how much stuff they had. Yeah, Uh, they had Ninja Turtle comics, the the OG run.
2: I Uh, honestly, I think they took anything that the distributor had. Yeah, yeah, anything.
1: I can't believe you brought up Colson's. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we've never talked about it before. This is a place that I would go to with my dad all the time, uh not far from Siena actually um
2: oh, that's the other Colsons yeah i've oh, been to both I've been to both of those so often' because the Spain. other one's
1: right near Latham, so I would go there um,
2: uh, it is a uh yeah r i p to magazine shops i I got excited when I, moved I can't
1: to even to- explain how cool it was.
2: I got excited when I moved to L.A. because L.A. famously has magazine stands. You yep, know, like, on the street. Yeah, and uh, they've all been closed.
1: Let yeah, me get sh- the variety, whatever. Uh, shout yeah. out to Bella Napoli. Shout out. There used to be a little diner. That, that was the reason I went to Troy. There was some diner right there, kind of on the main run there, that uh, that my dad sold coffee to. But uh, but I think he used going there as an excuse to go to Bella Napoli. There so. you go. And
0: now um, Troy
2: is
1: like down a hill
0: from Albany, correct? Across the river. I don't know who gave me this bullshit information that when we used to drive to our $75 gigs at the QE2, mm-hmm. we would be coming down whatever street that is. If it's Washington or Lark or whatever it was, if you looked to your left as you're going like from 87 or whatever, going towards the venue, if you looked down to your left, we would speak in like hushed tone. Like, that's Troy.
2: Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's right. No, 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 you're, you, you, well... I don't yes. know. From, you, from, no, yeah. you, you certainly could have if you were, yes.
1: Did they come up 787? That's the way, right? Like, But maybe. they
2: would have been looking, it would have been looking, Uh, it would have been across the river to your left, Tom. Is that accurate? Yeah.
0: Sure, but like it was like down and across the river. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, if, if like,
0: Albany yeah. kind
2: of
1: slopes to the river.
0: Okay, like yeah, so, that, so it wasn't totally off.
1: No, no, no. And oh. then you kind of go up a hill once you get into Troy. But um, like, that's where is from everybody loves yeah. the 518 talk so shout out um,
2: <laughs> yeah we hold on let's see how many listeners we can alienate with crypto into Albany
1: yo by hey, the good way Lord. we got a great message from uh, somebody who hits us a lot who uh, works for the most prominent promoter of Albany of all time currently mm. still and says they truly enjoy the stories about uh, mr. Etole. you know
2: okay that's so a, that's actually shout out to Ted
1: yes correct shout good out dude. to Ted. Shout out to Uncle Wonderful. Sam, and yo. Let's move along to somewhere a little faster. To Live A lie Records, uh, so to, fast, so fast. Uh, let's go to tolivelie Today I'm just kind of browsing the the distro. The first thing I wanted to grab was the um the uh, low threat profile product to LP. It's on Deep Six Records. Reason I bring it up is that. I guess it's about 10, maybe 11 years old now. This is a band they did a 7-inch before this, which was product one, if you if you will. Um, members of No Comment, members of Lack of Interest, me- members of Infest. Doing what they do. But on ReVisit, <clears throat> I was like, yo, I own this record still. But I was like, yo, let me throw this on. It's not power violence. It's just really fast hardcore. And I was thinking like, yo, there might be people out there who have a hard time diving into the power violence stuff. And there's sort of a speed below that that just doesn't uh, doesn't get a lot of play right now in the kind of, you know, the mainstream of hardcore that we talk about. But this record's perfect. Um, it pulls in all the early 80s influences without trying to cosplay or dress it up. Um, clearly, you can tell the bands these guys came from. And I think this is like very high quality, very fast hardcore. So, so check that out, the Whoa. Low Threat Profile product too. Tom, I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, Tom could totally get behind this. Got a lot of personality. I think, I think actually, Patrick, you could too. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I'm strongly recommending that. Check um, that out. He, I think he still has a couple copies of some RJC records, and if you don't get them now, they will be gone. So um, for people who got in on the last – on the newest Regional Justice Center record, I'm going to just tell you, you can get World of Inconvenience on white marble vinyl at of 250 at the To Live a store, but there are not many left. I think this is like, hey, I found 10. Let me throw them up. And that literally might be one of my favorite
0: covers of the last, like, 20 years.
1: Yo – If you can, people, I think Ian might have posted this. We're showing a lot of love to our buddy Ian today, so shout out um, of the three Regional Justice Center 12 inches, because they're all Mark McCoy art. Whether intentional or not, they work together so well. So uh, go complete your collection to livealive.com. Hit that web store, fill your basket, let them know we sent you. Thank you. Guys, how we doing? I feel great. (laughs) we're doing pat feels great now he's all he needed was a couple of sponsor reads he, and now he's he back he just needed to speed it, up he, he just needed that energy pickup i um, did
2: i needed to, i needed to talk about crypto it gives me life and then a little troy talking in there stir we up talked magazines
1: periodicals, cool. right. I I mean, periodicals man i me love too,
2: periodicals.
1: man i know it's the dead world guys this i saw so pats this is such a pat episode already this Is a pat episode here let's um i i got a picture of a uh, movie thing we'll we'll do this really quick just to kind of like the con- we didn't we usually do what a solid 20 minutes of like horse around before we record sure. Total, like oh before we even start recording oh, yeah. oh yeah oh and after it's it's like usually that too um so yeah one we of get us all has the has stuff that the out DRP that we is. can't
0: talk yeah yes. it's usually pat <laughs> um that's like i reheated food i'm gonna poop myself i gotta go <laughs>
1: Uh, here's our, our kind of like our, our warm-up pitch before we get into today's big topic. You have three movie franchises to lose forever and any future projects of these these ones, uh, these franchises I'm going to give you. Okay. I saw this and I was like, oh, this is a good question for these dudes. And it was hard for me to be honest too. So you lose three of these, any three. Full franchises. Full franchises. Okay. Got it. Star Wars, Harry Potter... 007, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Cinematic Universe, Fast and the Furious, Indiana Jones, Avatar, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park. Tom, why I, I got to go first. Yeah, you yeah, got because first. otherwise I'll forget my choices. So yeah.
0: I would go and this may not be popular, but I don't really give a crap because I can justify some of the ones that I'm leaving off this list. For sure. Harry Potter? Okay. Get back. J.K. Rowling, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um 007, don't really care. Mm, mm-hmm. Um Lord of the Rings. Don't really give a shit. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Patrick, you want to go? Fast and Furious? I hate it forever. Okay. And then I finally, I was like, you know what? Just watch one.
1: Oh, yo, they're good.
0: Fast and the Furious are, are like the E-town of movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
0: Yo.
1: You go, I, I can't like this. And then you listen to You're like, yo, this is fucking dope. Dude, it was the same thing. I uh, I resisted. And then one time, I mean, it's now a decade ago, probably. Tokyo Drift was on TV and I was like, that's the one that gets you. It's sneaky. It got me. It got me. And then I was yeah, like, sneaky. It's like, yo, they they broke their machine. We're like, hey, we're going to do it with a totally different cast. Why not? And then I was in. And then I loved the family. I was all in. So, all right. Patrick, what is yours?
2: These are the ones I'm tossing?
1: You're tossing three. Do you want me to run through it again or you got it? No,
2: this is easy. Avatar's toilet water. Get the fuck out of it. Um, The DC movies are trash, but I do like laughing at them. Um, No.
0: You don't have any hope for the suicide, the, uh, suicide squad? I think that looks no,
2: good. I know. Listen, I, I, it's it looks fine, but I've kind of like James Gunn is like sort of demonstrating yeah. him to be like demonstrating himself to be like a weak Hollywood nerd now, as opposed to like a transgressive sort of from the trauma school sort mm. of guy. Um, it could be fine. I'm sure it'll be above average. Um, and the Harry Potter ones it missed me generationally, so it doesn't resonate. Although I will say that. Uh, I went with a girlfriend to whichever movie that Dobby dies and that hurt my dog, you. my dog had died and I, I, it hit me. I still get like, oh, when I think about Dobby's last words, I get very, very upset. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, maybe I'd keep that one. Give me one, another one of the bullshit ones.
1: Okay. 007 Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Fast and the Furious, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park.
2: Oh, we can get rid of Jurassic Park. I don't give a shit about that.
1: Okay. So you're getting rid of DC Jurassic Park Avatar, or are you doing Harry Potter Jurassic Park Avatar?
2: No, we'll keep Harry Potter because I I my I just my eyes got wet thinking about that okay. part, so it's got to mean something.
1: All right, so I am going to I am going to ditch Avatar. Was the easy one for me? Yeah, it's trash. Yeah, and he's, they got like ten movies planned, and I'm like, really? Who cares?
2: There's no demand. Get no it out demand. of your fucking head. No now. It's, it's over. It.
1: It's over. When did that movie come? The movie came out ten years ago. What the fuck?
2: No demand.
1: No. One. Um, so here we got to define these products. We're never seeing these movies. Like I'm trashing this. I'll never see these movies again. Um, Jurassic park. I guess it's gone. I, I I have a soft spot for it. I like enjoy it, but I think Jurassic park two ruined it for me. And then three was just the, the trope style. Like three is the remake of one, but we just jazzed it up because two was the, the offshoot. Um, harry potter missed me generationally however yeah right like all three of us however there's a ton of content there and so in my head initially looking at this i'm like yeah they got like a ton of movies so if i was just gonna sit and watch fucking eight movies in a row i could do that i think this is gonna sound crazy i might ditch back to the future despite the fact (laughs) that i really like it it's just three movies no all right i'm all right it's harry potter harry potter's gone
2: Oh, Jurassic Harry.
1: Park, Harry Potter, Avatar. Damn.
2: So, so let it be written. So let it be done. Be done. Now let's let's, let's talk, talk about hardcore. Some hard- what hardcore are we going to delete from the world?
1: Jeez, oh, that's another episode. Um, no, yeah. we're, we're talking about guys. You already yep. snapped it. <laughs> Walter's still talking about fucking Brian Murray. <laughs> <laughs> that's our contribution to the world of hardcore um he's gonna kill you he's gonna snap you today you're gonna snap it and can't believe it um shout out walter that was a cool time um that was such a great episode yo guys we teased this like three four ish weeks ago how are you guys feeling about touring and shows
2: here's what's real doesn't matter how i feel about it it's coming
1: Yes, exactly. That's
0: my thoughts. Exactly. Here's my first thought, though. Oh, How do you want to do this? We'll just shoot the shit. No, start. Kick us off. Talking to some of our friends in the biz. Mm. To me, it sounds like being a local band that does like a weekend of shows even. Sounds like it's more feasible sooner or more like manageable than a tour. Like he, uh, our our mutual friend was explaining like, well, you know, you go, you know, California may have like three different um, restrictions or regulations depending on where you are. You know, you cross state lines. It's, It's almost as if you're touring in Europe in the 90s before the EU. Like everything is different from state to state. Yep. So it's like, you know, I was, I jokingly, I was like, what is like? dallas or houston like the biggest um music market in the united states and he's like dallas houston oh no i said dallas or miami and he's like dallas houston and probably tampa are the biggest music (laughs) markets right now in the united states of america
2: into those (laughs) cities enjoy your time
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like it's true though yeah it's very true like new york's not. i mean how are you doing anything in new york
1: oh indoors especially Gonna be a while. Well, I mean, like you know, there's big. But not tours, that long, like- I guess. I don't know. No, I mean Julian Baker's playing here in September. Well, so that the is beacon. That is the timeline. Um, what do you guys want to say? <laughs> I was privy to a list of avails. Uh, Patrick, have you seen any avail sheets yet?
2: Uh, I'm just getting tour offers. I'm not looking at anything. You want to explain what
1: avails are? To um, avail is, uh, Avails are um, tours that are planning and looking for bands to be involved um, and looking for oh, support okay. acts or looking f- to be support acts, essentially. So oh, okay, it basically is like, hey, here's the status update of our roster. Um, Dude, August, September.
0: That would post that. Yeah.
1: yeah, August, September uh there's some stuff that looks like it's going to be rolling uh just kind of putting it out there it seems it seems like we're heading in the right direction right like in terms of people getting vaccinated in terms of people kind of following the rules and i say that you know in that really like fingers crossed kind of way but that seems okay what are you where are you guys at
0: I mean the numbers are going down, and I think, you know, I I, you don't have to go, and that's 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 kind of the resolution I've come to that it's kind of like do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I people have to make money, Mm -hmm. and like the government has failed their citizens, so at some point you just kind of have to go. Like, all right, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I might not be willing to risk my life for, you know, a fucking hardcore show in May. Yeah. There are people, you know. I mean, like, but I'm fully vaccinated, or whatever. But like, if I was, you know, Norman Corman number two, and I'd be like, ah, well, you know what? Like, I live with a a sickly partner, or like, you know, maybe you don't go, and I get it. But like, at some point, like, it's like it's been, you know, you know, eighteen, you know, whatever it is, fourteen months or whatever. Like, you at at sooner or later, people are just going to be like, fuck you, and just go and do it. Oh yeah, and I have a a question for you, Pat. Yes and this may sound shitty and not to you, but to other <laughs> by,
2: by, you know, I'm hard to offend. Please go on.
0: <laughs> Do you think like it's time? Like should like the, the touring bands that were like m- legit touring bands before the snapping. Should they get like for like first dibs? Should like the, like I, I, my concern is that like everyone's like touring's open and then like everyone's going to try to get out there. Like, do you think like it should be like, all right, young ones, young young Padawans, you hold on for a bit. Let these, yeah. you know, these folks that have been like, you know, basing their lives in their like their mortgages around this shit. Let us get back out there first, make some of that year and a half worth of money we didn't make. Then you all can come back around.
2: You're asking my opinion. Yeah, I just
0: feel like I, I, for bands that are like you know would usually be weekend warriors and now are like fuck it, let's get out there. It's like there's not enough room for everybody right now.
2: No, but there isn't, but this is where I become like true, like anarcho capitalist kid, let the market decide, you know what I mean? Like those, those shows, a a promoter that wants to do those shows is welcome to, if you can get that, if you can get those uh, dates, then that's cool. But here's my feeling. And this is from having a friend who's a, a pretty successful booking agent is People are thirsty as fuck right now. Yes. And you're going to see a lot of big bands doing things that they would never, ever do.
0: Like <laughs> underplays,
1: right? It, it, you're,
2: you're well, it, see in weird lineups.
1: Yes. Okay, taking, everybody take, be yes. on the lookout for this. Everybody yes. be mindful of this.
2: Yes. The this is the
1: number one thing I'm hearing, by the way. Yes. The
2: co-headlines that you are going to see in 2022 are going to blow your fucking mind. So, like like
1: Templar's Self Defense Family?
2: Yeah, precisely. Yeah, like it's like you're going like Slayer
0: Blink 182 or something. Yeah, yes.
2: Yeah, you're going to see that. So, you're going to see out of genre stuff, but you're also going to see. So, I assume everybody at home kind of understands this intuitively, but might not know it consciously. A lot of the shows or a lot of the tours that might make sense to you in your mind, they're not done because of ego. And it's a lot of like fuck this band. I don't want to go out with this band or I think my band's bigger than this band. I don't want, but that shit is wiped away by incredible thirst for even a crumb of fucking financial stability. So y- you, it, it, we've probably talked about this. When you see bands of a certain generation touring together, it means that that type of music is over by the way, everybody, that doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy it, but like, when you see bands that would have been at the top of their field at one time, now doing a co-headline together, it means that they have to. That's
0: what and then then it becomes like that Summerland touring yes. fest, where it's like here yes. we got here, we got uh, Gin Blossoms fest. The f- um, who's the father of mine? Who's that band?
2: Yeah, well, yeah let's just say Gin Blossoms. Everclear. Everclear. The, yeah, Everclear. Thank you. The
0: band so, who got called out recently because they had a line about being the only white kid in a black neighborhood. Is that true? I was like, that didn't sound cool in 1994. It's more fucked up in 2021.
2: Well, listen. Okay. Here's the thing. We're going to see a lot of that. And everybody, that doesn't mean that that shit's not cool. If you like the gin blossoms, like when I say something's over. Yeah. When I say something's over, it doesn't mean it's actually over for you. It just means that like the tide is turned on that style and there's no reason that a thinking person should try to keep up with what is in. There's no reason. But it's just this stuff turns and as it turns, you see egos massaged into shape.
1: (laughs) Well, and, and I mean, honestly, I want to pull this back because I thought Tom asked a cool question to start it. There is going to be this weird thing where I think we can all acknowledge that um 14 months in underground music world is actually kind of a long time. And we've talked about a little bit here and there. Yo, it's going to be different. There's going to be bands who were hot who are not hot. There's going to be bands who were not hot who are very hot. There's going to be bands who didn't exist who are hot as fuck. And and that's going to create some weird market stuff. There's going to be some weird adjustments. At first I feel like everyone's going to thrive. Like people Pat's been saying this for a long time, and I don't think we ever disagreed. It was more just like the hesitance of seeing, like, okay, when are we even going to see this? How's the rollout going to be? Because I'm seeing numbers that feel strong and even better than the numbers of people who are getting vaccinated, the numbers of people who who are saying they are not going to get vaccinated have flipped. Because I think people are going, oh, I don't have to pay for it. (laughs) <laughs> all right, fucking why? Fine. All right, cool. Yeah, um, I mean,
2: also, look, look there's just we got to give some social pressure doesn't mean necessarily that somebody's leaning on you. It's just right. that it's just that there is a, a turning of the consensus opinion. So, I mean, a good a good example would be opening this shit up at all. Like, if, if you if you scraped Twitter for opinion three months ago (laughs) you you, you'd say you'd hear people saying we shouldn't open up until 2022 no matter what
1: yeah oh yeah no question but but,
0: i mean i think the tenor in the in the the country has changed too and not partially in a like throw your hands up and who gives a fuck yep and partially just because like things have actually moved to
2: 222 deaths yesterday
0: Yep, um, in America, like well, yeah, in, Ameri-
2: in America. Now, I'm not minimizing those at all because no, I mean uh, it's
0: somebody's family.
2: F- exactly right, somebody's yep. family, and uh, also Tom, a friend of you and I's, has been uh, going through a serious COVID thing. I've been surprised that, that shout out to him. Uh, I've been surprised yeah. that he's uh, it hit him this hard, but I, I'm.
0: He's texted me now. Yeah, in the hospital twice.
2: I'm Ugh. honestly taking it very seriously as because I'm I've been the guy that's been like, who gives a shit? Blah blah blah. But, like, you know, you see a friend in a, in a bad situation, and it mm-hmm. makes you feel something. So, yeah. it, it, it's, I'm not taking those 222 lives for granted. But, it's, in about a month, we're going to be at the same amount of COVID deaths that there are auto accident deaths in the United States per day. Uh, right,
0: right. And, but, I think that's the big thing. Because, people were making a big deal because a, a bigger hardcore band announced a show, you know, with a quick turnaround. With, like, a month turnaround. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one really said anything. You know, meanwhile, there had been that earlier show, I don't even, which might have been around the same time, but was announced like fucking 4 months ago and people were like, "What are you fucking insane? Like, yeah, why right. would you think of doing this? But it's outdoors and blah blah." So people were like, you know, how come, the, you know, these like number one, it's three, well, n- number one, the obvious. Number yeah. two, like, you know, things are so much different in December it seemed like this was never going to end.
2: There's, there's, in also-
0: April, it seems like it might.
1: Well, and yo, like, there was a reason that f- whenever we teased this three, four, five weeks ago, whatever it was, like, we literally said, yo, it's going to feel different in a few weeks. So that's why we want to hold the conversation. And now feels like a fun time to have this fun in the most, you know, quotes around it way. But like, it looks like some stuff's going to happen and, and it feels not like it's going to feel crazy at that point, you know?
2: Oh, I think my sincere belief, and I I think I've probably said this for a little while, but I think now I'll sound less insane. Oh yeah. My my sincere belief is that when this kicks into gear, we are going to be shocked at how people how quickly people take to it. Uh I think
0: you gotta put your foot in first and you're like, All right.
2: Yeah, precisely. Uh, You know what, Tom, that's a good point. There there is a I already ruined my diet on this one cupcake. I'm going to eat the entire package of cupcakes.
0: (laughs) Right. I think you almost have to like dip your toe in and you're like, all right, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting to be. I've been locked in my home for 14 months. Yes. yes, Anything is going to be weird. I don't know about you guys. Like, you know, well, I mean, I live by myself and stuff, but like any like social interactions. I I feel like I'm getting out of like a fucking cave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, you know, it's not that easy to just kind of like acclimate yourself. I mean, imagine, I mean, this is, you know, imagine like going from somewhere to go, like, I mean, it's, you know, it's not like, you know, being incarcerated, but like you're getting back out to this and you're like, all right, okay, I never thought I would do this. Or like, I want to do this so badly, but now, you know, it, it's a fucking, it's a scary proposition no matter what. That first no. show you go to, and if you want to get tested afterwards and you have a negative test, you're going to be like, oh, well, all right. Maybe well, this no. wasn't. Uh, it, yeah, and, if, and that's fine.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, Tom. You are typically the, uh, the, the, the soft touch on this podcast, where, where you, uh, you know typically like want to take, you, you want to be as, uh, as open hearted to as many people as possible. I try in this. In the, yeah, I think that's fair this, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, with this platform, that like Tom is very conscious of the platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna invoke your spirit for a second, right? Okay. Uh, and. and and just say the, a thing that's been on my mind is, and I know that this is a weird conversation coming from me because I've been somewhat strident about not taking this as seriously as some other people.
0: Right, but, masks with pe-
1: like people's buttholes and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. so <laughs> that went over so, real well. So
2: I, I'm perhaps not the person, but uh,
1: Sh- show your show your platitudes here. Let's go. Well,
2: I just want to say, I just want to say that uh, a number of people, both in my life and in my friends' lives have been in a desperate way lately uh mental health stuff and when drilled down on and like hey what's actually going on here the answer is all the same which is hey i think i'm just freaking out i i this has been really rough this year and I think that if there was a rubber band now, obviously some people snapped in the first few weeks, but yeah. if, the, if there's been a rubber band, there might be a rubber band effect where
0: it has, uh, I, mean, I can r- say that from personal experience. So
2: it's, is it, is it hitting you a little bit harder in the last month and a half than you anticipated? Like, yeah. is, the, is the last mile, the hardest mile is what I mean to say. I'm just, I'm trying to give our listeners like my sympathy and I've been the dickhead. So I just want to make it clear, like, Hey, those of you that are struggling, of course, talk to people, do whatever you can, et cetera. But like, also understand like, you know, it's okay to struggle and we are nearing the end of this seemingly. So Correct. I, I, yeah. I don't like to get too heavy, but that's, uh, it's been on my mind because I was shocked at the number of people that have just like basically broken down and said, this year has been just very, very hard. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, because I think when you're in the, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the whole, you can't see the forest for the trees. Yep. Yeah. Like when you're in the middle of the fucking thing it seems endless and it's like you can't panic because it's like well I mean well you can obviously but like I feel like a lot of people are kind of like now that it's towards the end you look back you're like fuck like I ran through like briars and thorns and I'm all cut up now yeah, but yeah like I'm now fine. I can see where I got to go but like in the middle of that stuff you don't even think about it. and I think that's kind of what hits a lot of people that and and also the return to normalcy is 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 a fucking not what a lot of people want too.
2: No, that's a yeah, fact. That's
0: and, and I'm not trying to go back to a fucking office, man. No, that's, See, Tom, there's on, I-
1: on so many yo know, on so many levels what you said is true because there's that there's these things that I think are universal. I think there's some pe- uh, there's there's a lot of weird ways people have taken this. I also really like the way you said that when you're in the middle of the shit, you're in a fight, you're in a fucking game, you're in whatever, you're running through a thorn bush. You realize, hey, this is the situation head down, let's go. That's, a, that's not everyone, but that's a lot of people I know. That's a lot of the way I am. Right. That's how it was when I got hit by the car last year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, let me get in off, the
0: middle of it. You're like, fuck, I get hit by a car. And then like
1: half hour later,
0: I go, what the fuck? I get hit by a car.
1: Right. And now you're saying it exactly in this situation. You're nearing the end. Maybe, maybe the thorn bushes cleared up a bit. And you can see like, I'm not at the end, but I'm getting there. And you look down, and you're like, oh, fuck. I'm shredded. Yeah. This this is I am different now than I was 14 months ago in ways that some people maybe have made improvements in their life, some people felt better, some people have done different things and some people have had both ways. But there's a lot of people out there who are looking around going, "Damn. I'm not I'm not able to socialize the same way I used to. I feel different. Things are weird. I I'm, I I got to readjust." So, this is this is definitely a case where the acclimation process is going to be an active thing for the next. I mean, the rest of this couple year. Of years, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet you'd be a couple of years before you know, like, because people are going to do it at their own fucking pace. Yeah, you know, and I mean, shows can happen and everything and whatever. Oh, and I mean, I think but, I think what you said there, the the, the the do it at their own pace. Key key phrase, right? Yeah, and I think I mean, shit's not going to be t- normal.
0: Yeah, quote unquote normal. Until, like, summer of 2022. Yeah. Like, legit, like, tours playing full venues. You know, not everyone has to bring a fucking card in their man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it's it's, it's going to be tough. And, I mean, I think talking to, like, you know, we can get on to this, too. Like, even, like, business-wise, some of the stuff that's kind of come from this, like, you know, on the, on the booking agent promoter level. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, I, cause I had asked, I was like, is any of the, like, the, does anything get charged back to the band? You know what I mean? So like, you know, right. a lot of places it's like, you you know, all right, well, the sound person is 300 bucks and you know, it's 500 people, 500 bucks for security and they, like all this sort of stuff. A friend of ours was saying that like a lot of these venues are charging back, you know, 750 to a thousand dollars for COVID cleaning after the show right additional costs
1: so like that's coming off the top right
0: you know what i'm saying like you know like nothing's free like you're not getting free food like so like that's getting added to it then there's like you know a lot of promoters are putting in like those kind of um um uh what's a, what's the, the um act of god
1: kind of stuff clauses sure sure
0: sure you know clauses into the into the contracts that it's like you know fucking foo fighters could be playing in the garden for fucking you know a million dollars but if only $250,000 comes through the door. They go, COVID clause, and then they're only getting the two hundred fifty. Like, they're not yeah. getting their guarantee. They're getting the gross at the door, and that's it. Which for hardcore doesn't really. I mean, it will no, affect some but people.
1: It, it, I mean, it does. It, it'll fix some people, and it just is one of those things people should probably know, think about. Um, I have a feeling that that's going to be a lot more widespread than we think. Uh, I mean, Patrick, does any of that surprise you?
2: Uh, with the big tours, literally nothing that I hear would surprise me because uh, we've we've kind of talked about this a lot that you can't have a mass casualty event if you're Foo Fighters. You, do you know what I mean? Like you can't afford to have your whatever no. you're, you're, you're whatever the the riot at the who show where somebody died you can't have an altamont altamont yeah, altamont. yeah you no, the wrong so, wrong stones oh, it was rolling stones right. well rolling stones was altamont uh there was a who concert where i think somebody died anyway the, oh yeah right right, right. The, the point is um you you don't want that obviously because you don't want somebody to die but also because bad optics bro so like there's going right. you're to be, you're
0: able to be sued
2: Oh yeah. I mean, but the
0: ticket will say that you can't.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, right. I know it will. Tom,
2: Tom, Tom, let's talk about that though. Uh, everybody, those things that you sign in life, I tell you this both as, as somebody that signs them. And, uh, I, I now employ people on occasion. I have to have people sign things. They are, not worth shit. (laughs) So so like, if you choose to sue the garden, trust me, you can sue the garden. Uh, and I don't think, I think that yes, you bring, you minimize your problems. Like somebody stubbed their toe, they're going to look at the back of the ticket and go, damn. But somebody gets a spinal injury, they're going to sue you no matter what. So, uh, nothing would surprise me about a big tour because they have to, uh, limit their liability as much as possible. And they, if that means having everybody tested at the door, if that means, uh, like, like, uh, show going COVID passport, it, it could mean a million things, but it, they are going to be scared for the first few months, unless big caveat, unless they're not, unless the thirst for normal life is so intense that this stuff all flies out the window
0: and they're willing to let it ride,
2: and, and people are willing to let it ride because I know the small. But, I mean, isn't that
0: everybody though? Like we're talking about like fucking Foo Fighters because it's abstract and it's like whatever. But like, <laughs> if you're doing a fuck, if it's you know if fucking Drug Church and Against Me are out there, like well, oh, oh, whome- whomever, like I'm not saying that you're touring with Against no, Me, but man, like but a but band of that of that level, see, they don't want any of their crowd to fucking die, and that's just as like I mean, not it's just as likely not in terms of like volume.
2: You you know,
0: one of 20 is one of 20 of one of 20, wherever that is. Right. Right. So, so,
2: Tom, here's the interesting thing there, though. Uh, Against Me is an interesting choice for this conversation because Against Me has like a, a really dedicated fan base that is pretty broad and includes a lot of people who are probably sensitive to this topic. So it's not like a trapped show. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not like it's it's not going to uh I, I don't even know who else like uh it, the fucking alien ant farm show. <laughs> like it's 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 people who are sensitive to the thing. That part matters because I have no doubt that the people in against me care about their audience. I'm not s- suggesting otherwise. But even if they were evil fuckers who didn't you still have to appear to because that's your audience. Whereas if you're entrapped, all you have to do is say like, thank you for your tr- service. Uh, you know, <laughs> just yeah. come out and fucking play the show. Let people push mosh. And you don't got to worry about that. Like, <laughs> right. so there's, there's a that's difference there. And
0: here's like, Oh, here's another question, please. And I asked our friend and he was like, was that ever allowed? Not really, but it is. Will any, all right, so not at like fucking, you know, like a regular punk show, like a fucking DIY type show, but any type of show at like a venue venue. Yes. Will moshing slash diving be forbidden? <sighs> right. Uh Like, are he, you supposed to stand, stand it in it your the Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this stuff sort of works like the slow reopening for like these like fucking like sit down shows or like, you know, like Dinosaur Junior played that show with anxious and it was outside. Sure. Like you sit in your fucking square. Yeah. You know, like y- you can only go to the bathroom until like whatever or like to the, 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 they get a beer or whatever the hell the story sure, is. Sure, sure, sure. And that's it. You're going to see, I'm going to see fucking drug church at Irving Plaza, say. You, you, Am you, I sitting with my bubble and only allowed to stay there? Like,
1: can you only monitor your bubble? Well, I that's think, that's a good question. Go ahead. I talk. think
2: I think unfettered capitalism, Patrick, can jump out again and say <laughs> the market will decide. So, uh, if those shows are busts, then what you're going to see is what you see in uh, bars in the deepest parts of Brooklyn, which is there's been a smoking ban for most of my life. and each day
0: brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. group prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time On Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network.
2: If you're suffice to say, if your consumer, your constituents in whatever capacity, uh, don't want the thing, and are willing to vote with their dollar, most business people will follow that dollar. So, is there going to be will, a hard? Bit? Much, so, sorry. Well, they have a
0: say in it. Though. I mean, I, I, my cur- my thought was like, especially I think of like New York City, particularly. I mean, that's my biggest experience. Mm-hmm. But like, that's one thing. Like, you know, if you're playing like some, say somewhere like say Starland Ballroom. And and you know Joey Starland goes to the bouncers like don't really don't don't stop people if they're having a good time whatever whatever yeah in New York City everyone's a fucking cop
2: yeah that's a fact so like it's not like you know
0: if you're playing fucking you know Santos Party House it's gone or whatever but if you say yeah. you're playing Santos yeah. Andrew WK is not going to stop you from moshing but the fucking undercover that's yeah. there just like the undercovers that are you know like the the I mean like the hip hop police. How do you know there's not going to be a fucking COVID police? There are. Oh no! They've busted bars. They've you know Mm -hmm. bars are fucking being like, all right. Well, if you want this beer, you have to buy a peanut butter sandwich.
2: Wait, uh, let me let me tell you guys about one that I had no idea that blew my fucking mind. Do Do you know what bars in uh, San Diego were doing? No, no. Putting signs in the window that said, "This is a peaceful protest," and they were they were (laughs) they were invoking their right. To peace, peaceable assembly and and, sa- and just serving drinks and being like, it is, it is, and there's no debate. That is technically a protest. You know? <laughs> so, so it's like a very uh, funny yeah. angle, I thought. That
0: is pretty, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. I thought you were going to do like, they, you know, like back in the day, like when eBay or like you go to try to buy like tickets, like, you know, and the tickets are like, you know, wor- they're selling them for 10 times what they're worth. Be like. <laughs> hey, if you buy this pen for two hundred fifty bucks, yes. you get two free fucking Oasis tickets, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. that kind of shit. <laughs> I thought they were gonna do that, but like, you can buy this twelve dollar pretzel, and here you go, <laughs> beer for your problems,
1: you know, beer for your troubles. Right? They were doing that uh, at certain places. The uh, God, what's the? It was some place in Long Island it was doing the. Uh, it's a, I mean, not, not the place that, not the good place, but there's some place that's been doing shows for a long time.
2: Nassau community college.
1: No, uh, but, but it's, you know, it's some shit bar and they have been having shows throughout COVID. Uh, some folks. Oh, we them. talked about that. Right. That yeah, can, was, I, can I talk about hot dogs? Something like that. Something
0: like You that. had to buy like a chili dog. There like, you go. You want dog, a yeah. bunch of people farting chili dogs while moshing to... Yeah.
1: The local Suffolk mosh band. Yes, correct.
2: Hey, hey, do I sound reasonable today, guys? You're you're
1: you're you're lefto uh, Patrick. You're like bleeding heart today. Yeah. Well, I I become libertarian compared to him.
2: I want to talk about something that's (laughs) like I, I just I'm going to compare New York and L.A. for a second, and because I don't I like L.A. and I I like people in New York, but I don't. I'm not from either place. I don't, you know, they could both fall in the ocean. Eventually it's fine. But thanks. Bro. I just wanted to say a thing that I've noticed LA has had shows, right. And I've yeah. hinted around this. I've talked a little bit about this, that nobody that says anything matter. because there's a lot of corny white punks that don't feel comfortable criticizing Mexican kids throwing shows. Right. Right. So, so like, that's just what it is. There's, I mean, the kids in that scene know it and the corny white kids know it. And so they've they've kind of let this thing like there's these raging fun as fuck fucking shows. You and saw the big one
1: this weekend, right?
2: Oh my god! The- it, Eric, yeah, I and mean, I I so-
0: bands. I mean, the bands posted it, so it wasn't yeah. like anyone fucking there was no snitching. Out. I mean,
1: there was. Several six hundred people there. Yeah, if they,
2: right. yeah. yeah. Eric, and Eric and I had park, the like, worst FOMO. We, we were both si- we were both sitting at home going fuck. <laughs> but
0: the- I mean, it looked fake. It looked like you know, like All right, we're going to put on a show. We're going to put on like a, a uh, like a hardcore show for
1: a movie, right? Yeah. So yeah. everyone act ridiculous. It was yeah, it, it was awesome. like halfway to Golden Voice shows. Like it was yeah, wild looking.
2: Yes, it looked yeah. awesome. So at any rate, how did that happen, Tom? It's been happening because. Yes. But, I mean,
1: at that volume, no, not like that. They've all been smaller, what saying, like under where, bridge yeah. shows, that's kind true. of thing. You know? Right, but, like yeah, but
0: and that's one thing. But like, how did that go on? There wasn't a, like, and I'm not saying there should have been, but like, no fucking cop helicopter, no fucking co- chopper, no uh, black Tom, helicopter, no fucking cop driving by.
2: Tom, I got to say, L.A. is crazy in this respect. Every single, I, 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 without exaggeration, every single week there is a fast and furious style, like donuts in a, in a major intersection, like 300 people, like car impromptu car show that shuts down a major intersection for like, you know, 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. And, and, wow, all right. and cops show up, but after, <laughs> so like, it's like, all right, they've had their fun. Now, we, now we show up and that's how LA has been through this whole pandemic. Like, all right i mean there's there's uh two uh serious crimes on my block in the last uh t- uh maybe thirty six hours and cops I mean, lady show-
0: God, draw- dog walker bro
2: cops didn't show up to either one <laughs> you know I mean? Like cops are just like uh we'll get a second call if somebody's dying you know so
0: Jesus yeah right. uh,
2: but so that could be part of it and but here but but here's my point uh, the shout out to the kids that have been doing the shows out here. But I just wanted to say, I'm seeing a different energy directed at at kind of like New York hardcore notables um, who want to do shows as well. And we've been critical of some of the like, you know, like like Mr. John Joseph doesn't present himself perfectly online. And, and we've been critical of all the same stuff everybody else has. But, of course. But I just want to say... It's shitty when being notable means that people want to unload their anxieties about the pandemic on you. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: I don't think that's the case.
2: I'm not saying across the board. I'm just saying that I've seen.
0: I mean, I think a lot of times people are like poking at fucking people and being like, (laughs) you guys are idiots. I'm the smart one.
2: No, sure, I listen. I'm not and joking. I think so. People I,
0: are like, "Fuck you!" Like, and you're like, "Now nah, you're blocked from my like." What are we doing here? Like, you're talking about like blocking people. We're all adults, no but listen, I think I, that's different. Like the singer from fucking Barrage or whatever the band was that played the LA show who posted the video. I'm not outing them as as
2: they, yeah. That that was all above board in the respect that they, they right. Were, that dude's you know,
0: not being like, "Fuck you guys," you know.
2: No, uh, sorry, COVID's Tom, fake. I, 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 I should be. And I think, yeah. I mentioned John Joseph because his name comes up here a lot and he's, he's in New York obviously. And he's trying to do things in New York. Uh, but so I mentioned him in that respect and that's not who I'm talking about necessarily. I understand that there's some sure. a- animus towards John Joseph. What what I'm saying is like, I think that there is, I, I just noticed this because the LA thing has been thriving and like really building momentum and it's, it's cool. If you think it's cool, everybody, if you don't think it's cool, don't attend. Okay next up
0: i mean i think that's just dangerous as fuck if i are being honest
2: sure but a, a self-elected danger right so it, eh,
0: we always it, say that but it's different
2: it is and it isn't like it's, we all
0: it's have- not self-elected it, it, it's a self-elected danger if you decide to fucking jump off the stage and no one catches you or you're standing up front someone dies on you and hurts yourself like that's self-elected if like i go to this fucking show and then i go to you know Go to fucking In and Out afterwards, and I fucking cough on somebody's grandmother, and they get sick and die. That's yeah. not self elected to that woman.
2: Tom, w- with all the sensitivities towards the grandmas that are at the In and Out at one a.m., I, it, it, you it, never it, know. At some point, at some point, grandma has gotta, got it. She's got to die. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I mean, at some point she does. I think that's just a fact. But, but I'm not being sensitive like that. I'm just saying, grandma got to look out for grandma. You know, you know what I mean. It, 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 at some point. Yes I, uh, th- uh, You and I's major battle through this whole thing Has been the uh, rights of the individual Versus the responsibility to the group And y- you're a reasonable adult Where you just go Yeah listen I respect everybody's rights here But like you gotta understand you live in a society And you, d- you can't want to like, uh, You can't put other people at risk needlessly And that's a right. And to big- go
0: to a punk show is to me Is needless it's, Listen I, I think- love hardcore more than anybody But like I can wait
2: sure and and but that's the thing it it's your choice and now your point is yeah but if i'm at if i have to go get groceries and you cough on me then you've transmitted your choice to me i fully exactly. get it i fully get it yeah. i just also think that we during this time we have focused on this responsibility towards each other that is and i'm not accusing you of this time i'm just saying broadly mm-hmm. that is pretty ingenuine or disingenuous. I should say like every day of our lives, we take each other's life in in, in each other's hands and we, we don't get like, we don't get morose about it. Well, uh,
1: yeah, uh, no, I I mean a good example here is, is driving cars, right? You, 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 when you go out and drive a car, you have a responsibility to yourself to drive safely and you have a responsibility to others to drive safely for them. And, Still, you could die very easily doing everything the right way. Yes, and how often does that really happen? Oh, I mean, I think it probably happens more often than you think. I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like somebody from my blocks dying every week going out driving. But if you look at if you look at numbers, it's
2: pretty bad. One hundred and seven people a day, yeah, uh, die in auto accidents.
0: So, right, but I'm saying like, so I would I would it, go as far to guess eighty percent of those people, eighty so percent or ninety percent of those deaths were caused by something. like Not like, I was driving 50. And no, then, you, you know, know like, like a there's only so, sure. mostly user error. It's yeah. not fucking, I went to hit the brake and the brake didn't work. No, 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 oh, oh, no, oh, no totally. No, no, no. It's
1: always... He's driving 85 no, no, no. on I, Tiger Woods. I think it's, that's the reason that you're doing it for both when you go out and drive a car. But it's also, you have to acknowledge as a driver. Like, I acknowledge every time I get in the car and when I put my kid in the car or put a friend in the car or whatever. I can do everything right and I'm still taking a risk.
2: I mean, listen, you know what I I mean? How crazy that is. And it's, it's
1: because it's the other person. You can't totally rely on others for your own safety.
2: Let me relate it to a thing that we all enjoy. Like, yo, uh, stage diving is fundamentally dangerous, not just to the person stage diving, but to the people being, having their necks compressed by somebody landing directly on the top of their head. And uh, now we all agree there's ways to do it responsibly, but you are still taking, even me, the thinnest man that's ever lived, is still taking somebody <laughs> else's life in my hands when I choose to do that. That's right. And my, right,
0: but they're also, but they have a part in that. Yes,
2: they attended they the show. Have, if I never get in
0: the front, no, I mean, that's the that's thing. the difference. I think like if I'm going, to, like not me or whoever, like yeah. my mom's a fucking fucking path mark yeah and some fucking dude that was like i needed to see fucking band <laughs> that plays you know what i mean that plays every fucking weekend right. or will once everything opens up and like my mom gets sick because this fucking idiot couldn't wait another month or two i know then that's that's beyond like there, she doesn't have any there's no she doesn't have any agency about that she's literally just doing something that's a regular life well right well that, like you're not walking she's not like you know what? Like, I just want to see what it looks
1: like. I'm going to stand outside the fence. No, no, no. You get sick. You're, you're totally right. There's the the only thing is, it's like reasonable agency, right? Like, like you're not. Your mom has the agency to not go to the grocery store, but that seems like like the thing that happened through COVID. Which you know, there was a lot of people who I, I shouldn't say a lot of people. There are people who literally didn't leave their houses. Yes. You know, like maybe sure. went outside on their deck or did whatever, you know, but I mean, in my house, this is a good example. Amanda left the house one fifth as much as me because I was like, okay, one of us should be the person who goes and does grocery shopping and this shit, you know, does all this. Business. Right, right. So there's me. But but you're right. Well, It's like this is the interesting part and in why I think this is such a fun conversation because I don't think any of us actually disagree with the conversation it's where the slider goes in terms of what is reasonable acceptance of, of risk for self what is reasonable acceptance of risk for others and, and where you put that and, and reasonable responsibility to take on for others because I right, agree I, think- I tend to agree like it would suck like I think these shows that were happening through COVID like they've happened like it I'm not mad, but I, I am disappointed or weird. Right? Yeah. Like I'm like, come on. Like, maybe, like if you put someone at risk, like that's a bummer. And I'm not saying you did, but maybe you for did. What? But like in for what? Six, in four months, for let's say six months. Let's say uh, it's it's April now. Let's say in October, I strongly feel there will be shows back. I, I think sure. there's going to be shows Guarantee. back in October. Right? Yeah, hundred percent but I don't think COVID is going to be zero at that point either. You know? <laughs> no, no. But
0: I think you, to me, it's kind of, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it's like, um, I had a thought and then Pat. No, it's uh, right, okay. Sorry. sorry. I
2: said, your name, uh, Tom, I was just going to say you, you're, you're for what is completely valid, except you can always reduce life to the, for what? Like, if right, I but like all
0: right, I had to go to the supermarket or I had to go to work because if I didn't go to work, I got I wouldn't get paid right? sure. and my family couldn't survive. Right. Sure. All right, I caught it. For what? Because I had to support my family. Yep. You had to go to a fucking punk show? Listen. That's the way I look at it. Is it like I get that? It. I we've get lasted it. for 12, 14 months. I fully get 16 it. 16 months kill
2: you? Tom.
0: That's my whole thought and the whole thing. And there's no one that's going to give you like when, it's not going to be like you know, fucking Fauci's not going to come and like open the gate and be like, we're good to go. Everybody get out there. Like people are going to have to make their own determination. Yes. But, but I think it's just short sighted to me,
2: Tom, I, 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 can't argue that it's sh- that it's not short sighted because uh, I think if you're looking at it through that lens, everything is, because here, here's my point is you, you I function completely fine in this c- current environment. I'll confess that sitting I was able to sit outside and enjoy a meal at a dining area at, at the other day and enjoyed myself so goddamn much. I had no idea how much I was missing right? sitting at the dining <laughs> area of Whole Foods, sure. <laughs> which, by the way, I'm going to send you guys a photo. Don't say his name. On, uh, on no, here. I'm going to no, send no. you a photo of the, the fella that I met mm-hmm. uh, while I was eating and okay. we had a perfectly wonderful conversation i want you to you guys to tell me if you've ever seen two human beings that look less myself and this fella if you've ever seen two human beings that were less obvious like we just didn't look like we would be chilling um but uh had a totally fascinating conversation with him uh about being a young father uh and because he, here's a weird thing. I never realized and you can't relate. I can't relate. No, he but,
1: is. He, you didn't know Tom. Pat has a three month old. Uh, that has been a secret. It's
2: been a no, young listen, dad. Th- this, this fella had a kid when he was 18 and he's young looking. So he said, yeah, my life is a fucking misery, man. He goes, I, I uh, if any place I go with my daughter who is like now 16, uh, they think we're dating. And it's so uncomfortable because my life is kind of like warding off creeps. And then then I look like the creep everywhere I go. (laughs) It's like like I I had never thought about that perspective in my life of being the guy that has a kid when you're 18. I never thought about it. And it was was, so we had a very fun conversation. Uh, Do you see this fellow that I just sent you?
1: Yeah, that's a, yeah. I have no idea who this is. That's a that's no, a very odd pairing, and I don't I, I don't know who that is either. Just going he, on the visual,
2: he, he's nobody. He's nobody. He's yeah, only he's notable nobody. because he won a couple of fitness awards. But he's he's he, he's he a big is, man. Uh, yeah, it, but I'm just saying, like, just based on our based on what you yeah, know I, of him on that look, and based on me,
1: <laughs> yeah, Ronald Reagan I mean, it looks, looks like, like it looks, looks
0: great. You're, yeah. yeah, you look. You're wearing the same size shirt.
2: <laughs> anyway point is I got a lot out of uh, this thing that I didn't know I valued and Tom here's all I'm saying is uh, I'm comfortable here and you've taken it on the chin but there's people who have lost their goddamn minds full stop by not having any social outlets that are meaningful to them of and, course and there are people that would rather risk their life and your life than watch their mental go health to, yeah. deteriorate any further and I almost can't blame them.
1: Well, do you know, you know like saying? here's the thing. I think I could label them both. I can understand it and say like, I'm not mad at it. And also say, yes, maybe, maybe a little selfish, you know? And I don't even say that with any kind of malice because I do. I, I think we've all seen it. The mental health impact of this is going to last for years.
2: Hell fucking yeah.
1: Right.
0: So a fucking hardcore show in, in June is going to help you? I know. I know. It's, Some people – That's like, what I'm saying. That's my whole point. I like, and I get it. It's it's a lot of people. It's their fucking business. It's their livelihood. I, that I get. But to me, and maybe I'm crazy, the shows that are like these like DL quiets, you know, like – you know shows that get announced two weeks after they happen and you can so you can say like no one got covid like you would know that <laughs> right because like what are you following up with all people that showed up at your show and be like show me show me your fucking negative yeah, not, like, not a lot stupid. of
2: contact tracing at shows
0: yeah right, right <laughs> exactly right. not <laughs> the ones that we're talking about but to me none of these bands are touring bands that are like fuck you know what dude like i got a mortgage man that to me i think That's where it doesn't make sense. Like if if fucking, you know, 35 bands that only play Brooklyn and only, you know, would go between like fucking like, you know, like Shea Stadium and the fucking Acheron are now playing shows, you know, because fuck it, man. It's you know, it's fucking anarchy, bro. Then you're a fucking idiot. But if it's like, hey, man, you know, fucking whoever, fucking sick of it all, mad ball, whoever those dudes, this is their entire entire livelihoods. I give that more of a pass because it's not just, you know, it's not just entertainment. Sure. It's also their fucking jobs. And like their adult men and adult women with children and houses and rent and kids, you know, like that I get, but, and that goes back to my thing about the touring stuff. It's like, you know, dude, like if you, if this wasn't like your fucking livelihood, like let the, let the adults go out first.
2: Oh, see, I, 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 I hear you. That's and, how I took it. And what you're saying makes sense. I just don't agree because like this is, I say, this is a guy whose band. I have one band whose capital is that our, is at it's peak at the moment. And then another band whose capital is, has to be rebuilt because we haven't had a, f- a full length out in a long time. So like there's, I, I'm I see both ends of it. Like, okay, so drug church will probably get prefer- preferential treatment when we start touring again because we have an sure. album coming out, people feel good about the prospects of that, whatever. And self defense is gonna have to scrape because we I mean, we'll probably will have a release by the next time we tour, but like we don't have anything for a couple of years.
0: So But now is self defense their primary income?
2: No, that's a fact. But here's
0: well, that's what, what I'm I, saying.
2: But here's what I'm saying, but here's what I'm saying, Tom. Is it's not, and self defense, granted, we're all like, you know, we're all adults and like, but what I'm saying is, it's not your income until it is. And some of these kids, like, we won't know what the next big thing is that's going to, frankly, and I say this again, I say this with somebody with skin in the game, that we don't know what will eat up, like, what's gonna kill drug church? Something, you know what I mean? Eventually, because that's the way that life works. And eventually, there's going to be a kid band that is going to knock me out of my holds. And and that's the way it works. And we don't know what we don't know what that is until we know what that is. And that's, this is why I think that just on a purely personal level, like some of the people that get caught up in the numbers game of, of, of touring music and all that, I think that it can be really unhealthy because you have to accept the fact that you're part of a tradition. And part of that tradition is, i guess for a lack of a better word naked capitalism or 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 just the changing of times that things we don't know what's hot until until it fills until it's booked and it fills 600 kids and you go whoa (laughs) what the fuck you go from one
0: of four to four to four we go from one of four to four or four back to one of one of four it's
2: a hundred percent
0: so that's how it works uh,
2: so so and uh, yes and not everybody understands that's weird but like but my point is tom that I don't give any preferential treatment to the established acts, uh, even though I'm in some it's simply because uh, you never know what's going to happen next. And some kids who I use polar bear club, polar bear club had no intentions of being a full-time band. Nope. Then they put out a record that people loved overnight full-time band. Yep. It just happened.
0: Right. But no, no. And I totally understand that. But if you're not depending on that income, then, Listen, like, if he- you didn't, know, if if, the, if fucking Polar Bear Club blew up during the fucking pandemic and didn't know what was awaiting them, then there's no loss. But if, like, you know, if I, you know, you see, you know, if fucking, you know, I, I mean, whoever, Turnstile, fucking Touche, whoever, you know, bigger bands, that this is legitimately their full time job. Like you you actually, you have to, I feel like they need to be given the first opportunity to be made whole again before, you know, they get eradicated for fucking new band X that everyone's going to, going to knock them out of there.
2: You know what? I, I I hear you. I'm just, I'm just, I I I don't
0: give shit. I have no skin in the game. Don't ever tour again. I don't care. Like, whatever.
2: But (laughs) but, so uh, Bob is going to get the reference that the, uh, the agents of apocalypse, right? So they're, (laughs) they're these it's it's these like mutants that follow the the mutant arch villain apocalypse right and their whole thing is that they just follow him because they're extreme darwinists that believe that he's the top of the chain so the second that he's weak they turn on him
1: survival of the fittest
2: and and that's that's how i I, like and and this is no disrespect to anybody that we're talking about because we're talking about people whose fortunes are much greater than mine and i'm happy for all of them but like, it's just the, the turning of the wheel of karma, you know what I'm saying? Like, Or Dharma, I think actually, like you Dumb. just, you, you're just fucking, you're up and then you're down. And, and I just think that each one of these bands is going to have to fight for their way out of this pit. And I totally understand what you're saying. I simply think this is the funnest time in music that I can remember.
1: I hope so. So yo, uh, we got through. I I think that was real good. Um, before we, there was we, a lot of debating. Yeah, it's good though. I think let's talk I mean, more fun stuff. Though let's do more fun let's stuff. More fun. Let's let's kind of like I think I think all three of us can. Can I bring, make one last statement, please? Yes. Yeah.
0: To me, and I don't know. I mean, you guys might not be old enough, but like to me, I see it as if like all right, going to Europe in the '90s, right, was an accomplishment.
2: Right. And then it lost right. all, it lost all.
0: Not everyone got to go. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, you'd go over there in 97 yep. and you'd be like AF sick of it all Madball, ignite turmoil, damnation battery. There was like 20 bands before you. And that was really it, you know? And I th- like, I remember the first time that we were over there and like a local New Jersey band, like when we got to the first show and they're like, Oh, your tour mates will be here. And I'm like, we don't, we don't have any tour mates. And this band <laughs> from Jersey. Right. Paid their way and just jumped on shows with us. Right. But to, after that, it was kind of like. Well, now you ruined it for everybody that like did the, like built their way up to this. You snuck in the back door and then all then it was kind of like, I mean, there's bands of fucking demos. that got to go to Europe before. It was like a fucking gigantic rite of passage. Now it's like you have a hot fucking cassette and you can go you know what i mean and i think it i, I kind of look at touring now like i look at that how it was back then that was kind of like "Yo, man let fucking turmoil get another bite at this apple before you come over you book a tour it fucking flops and then the next time they're not going to be as likely to give another band a chance whatever you know what i mean like
2: can i can I, i'm going to tell a quick anecdote that i've never that related an anecdote that i don't think i've ever uh, been specific about uh uh listener of the podcast uh Nate Wilson uh, Yes. in a number of bands uh also one of them was uh, uh the oath right yep uh das oath and uh which by the way i just went to their wikipedia and I wonder if Mark McCoy did this. Somebody deleted them for lack of uh l- l- lack of significance. That's not true. There's bands that are way less significant.
1: Oh, than, way yeah, less. Like, that was a, that it was it, a prolific yeah. touring band and like yeah, yeah.
2: So uh yeah, it's been it's been recently deleted. Um so oh no, 2019 rather. God, what a fucking scummy move to delete somebody's shit. Anyway, point is, I remember being actually mad at nate wilson who i did not know because he D- dasoth was playing does anybody say dasoth the oath was playing uh, uh they had a european tour booked and he opted out and he said i just been too many times and i remember being mad you know i mean like I was sitting there with As my... That's a people. local.
1: Yeah, you're... you're yeah, you I'm got, a you're, local. You I'm playing, Val- I'm playing downstairs down Valentine's three you're times saying, a like, month. You're just turning down going to Europe. Damn.
2: Yeah. And... and I still feel that way. See, now I fully get Rachel it. like, like I, that. I, I, like, I don't turn down Europe. I like Europe, but I, I fully... I get like the... I don't get it. I get the... Oh, yeah, I've done it. A, come on, man. I've done it a bunch. Like, like Tom, this is not me flexing. There's maybe four european cities that i can navigate on foot without looking at a map and like like, that means i've been that means i've been there too much
0: i mean like sure but is it really too much it's pretty fucking awesome think about all our friends that never got to do that that's a fact well that's how i look at it it's all 95 percent of bands don't get there it's all in relativity
1: though you know what i mean if you just went four or five times in the last 18 months and you just want to be home for a while. That's a, you could probably understand that feeling too. Sure,
0: sure. But like now, like even like when Indecision or whoever, like we get like you know, oh, you want to do like a week, and like they'll be like again, and I'm like, you've been there like eight times. You're 45 years old. Not a bad breakdown. Like and and then I think about all our friends that never got to go once. Sure. Like yeah, it's all true. You fucking asshole, take that goddamn. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's a really far flight to Australia. Okay. <laughs> Take some fucking Xanax.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you know what just,
0: I mean? Like, how lucky are you to even have that? You're lucky enough to fucking play outside your fucking zip code. Yeah, Never mind I, going to far other countries, other states. Like, you know,
2: all true. I, I mean,
0: look, one 100- hundred sounds like I'm disres- I'm completely going back on my let the the full time bands go back first.
2: Uh, but one 100- listen, both things can be true at the same time. I just, I, I, I'm just saying that for myself, uh, I'm enjoying the survival of the fittest moment and I, because you're fit. I, that's a fact. Yes.
0: Very right now you're fit. Yeah. That's a fact. So you're kind of like everybody line up at the tip. Let's bring it. Who, what do you got?
2: Yeah. that Okay. That's true. If
0: it was, if you were pushing self-defense right now, Hmm or had like they your record whatever you had to do with self defense was ready to go.
2: Well, th- so and you, it was- no, here's a here's a good example. Self Defense wanted to do some shows and I said are you are you guys fucked in your fucking heads? Like we're not doing a show until we have a release. Like full stop. And the reason for that is because yo, you got to it's a rebuilding year. You know what I'm saying, and I'm I get excited for rebuilding years. I love rebuilding. You know what I mean? Like I rebuild, so I rebuild so much. I might as well get a job as a contractor. But like <laughs> it, it's, uh, I get. Not everybody likes that, but uh, yes. And for the record, okay, let me try to. Relate. You have options. Me, you right. have options. Okay, let me try to relate to everybody. I'm gonna try to extend my love to everybody here. Um, if I was a kid who couldn't get a show at a proper venue. Uh, over the next 18 months because they were packed out with what I saw as aging dickheads, I would be mad. And if I was a dude who was on the backside of my career but still had plenty of life in it but couldn't get the holds on shows I wanted because a band that I know is going to break up in six months it, 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 in every loca- in every local area is fucking occupying my holds, I could imagine being mad at that too. So I see both sides. I just love right. the chaos.
0: <laughs> now, are holds based strictly on, is it strictly on who got there first or will they be like, well, this, like do they give uh, priority to certain things?
2: They'll be like, well, um, it's supposed to be who got there first, but they'll be like, well, you know.
0: <laughs> this band's going to fucking sell it out. Yes. This band might not. Got it. I mean it's tough. I, I I don't mean to shit on newer bands or whatever, but it's like if we're not if like no you, you Tom, have like a good job.
2: You, Tom, you should be clear so that people understand you are in a newer band. So it, it's not it's yeah, not, like I can wait. I'll never I, right. play
0: again. I don't give shit.
2: Sure. But you gotta understand, like you while you are in a newer band, neither of us is nineteen. You know what I mean? And just having right, that right. like that intense need yeah. to get out and prove yourself in the thing that you've been practicing at and trying to be good at. That's also,
1: know? for all angles of this, I think that perspective comes in, is the, yo, how many shows have you been to in your life, Tom? Right. I mean, yeah. it gotta be can Can't even count. Patrick, saying, no. me same. To the kid who's 20, who had a whole year of shows that they were looking forward to, or were about to go tour on, or whatever, you know what I mean? Man. <laughs> and i'm not disagreeing i'm not even like uh, i see all the sides on this but i really feel i think they feel differently when they think about getting back to shows like i i think about how important hardcore shows were to me from age 16 to 22 were they more important yeah. than my mom's life no no chance come on you know but yeah but i mean that's different though i feel like you know like
0: y- y- if you haven't toured yet or, like, you know, no, no, no I'm not even, I'm not yeah,
1: I'm not going into the touring thing. I'm talking, like, That's what I mean. I'm talking, That's what my, I'm saying. yeah, I know, but I'm talking to the mental health. I just think, I think it also, like, bands who are just getting started and maybe had stuff planned or just getting, you know, like a good example, Drain, like, Drain hasn't done much touring yet, you know, like, they came out to the East Coast and did this is hardcore. I think yeah that ruins my whole thing <laughs> that literally ruins my entire stance because like
0: them and gulch haven't really toured much they should be in the top 10
1: bands yes, that's right. what I'm saying. And, and it's like
2: decide.
1: and there's other things like that. that's not who i'm talking about no of course no 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 i know and and, and there's you know there's and there's
0: no band in particular no i know I'm not I, not I, I, in particular.
1: I i totally agree but like it's it's just i'm not even going to any specific band or even trying to give a counter to your point i'm just saying for the people who are young and that could be nineteen. That could be twenty-four. Damn, I, I I'm not even trying to give make a stake for them, but I'm just trying to put myself in those shoes, and and the way that this shit would impact me now versus impact me then, I think I'd feel different. Like like Patrick used the term thirsty. I think all three of us, if we were twenty-two and shows just went away for a year, we. We all still love hardcore. We still like shows and all that. But I think there'd be a little bit more eagerness in our brains to get back to shows. I don't think that any of us would actually have changed our stance. I don't think we would have been like throwing shows in October of last year or something. Nothing like that. Yeah. But I do think like damn these years these years have made it easier for me to say, yeah, man, like if no shows happen till twenty twenty-two, I'm cool. If I'm twenty. I'm looking at my fucking old ass and going, yeah, old man, I'm good. If you don't go to shows till 2022 too.
2: Oh, listen, let's just be Frank. We, we know where I would be if I was 22, I'd be fucking being called right wing or some shit online because I'd be like, Hey, I'm doing a show whenever the fuck I want. Fuck you. And getting into trouble nonstop. (laughs) We know, we know who I'd be. I'd be fist bumping with John Joseph. You know what I mean? I'd be like, listen, yeah, we're on this. Like, because, you can't tell a kid shit and that's just what it is like it's like i don't know if it's the kids that's the thing i don't know if it's the fucking
0: the 22 year olds aren't the ones that are being out of pocket okay well okay well that's a
2: fact there's a great a great number of people but but
0: here's i mean to me all right i've been to hardcore shows for my like the majority of my life i go to more hardcore shows than probably anyone on this call right now for sure that's a fact yes but like and that's like you know I mean, that's fine. I have like a you know, if if it was to me, it was like we're gonna have this in June. 50-50 shot that it won't be problematic. Or you could wait till August and it's like 90 ten, it won't be problematic. I you know, I could wait. The majority of my friends are fucking hardcore people that I've met over the years that have yeah. grown into friends that are like adults and have families and you know, I'm not like the you know what I mean. It's not like there are certain people that it's like, dude, you gotta do something else. Like I just still kind of love hardcore, even though I have other things. Sure, sure. but I think you know, if given the my uh, given those t- those choices, like for, to me for the greater good, I would fucking hold out. Yeah, and, and know that like I'm I'm mitigating the, the 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 impact of me going to a show by that much of, that much more by just holding on for a little bit longer.
2: Yes, uh, uh, but okay. that to me and. I don't make money from it. Uh, that's true. So, I mean, and, I can't and, say that. And respectfully, as you said, everybody has their peel-off moment. Everybody. So for some people, it's going to be June. For some other people, people it's going to be, gonna be right. May, right. November. Right. But, uh, right. but everybody and is going to peel okay. off from this notion. Yes. Um, can I, I just want to hijack this conversation for just a moment to talk about the... I, I don't check my own Twitter very much at all anymore because it's just there's too much chaos in the world and i find myself getting really negative but i did just check the axe to grind at that and uh somebody mm. just somebody just hit us with the um what who's the other morse uh is, is that todd todd thank Todd somebody just hit us with the photo of todd in front of the popcorn oh, and i was out for a hike the other day and i had i thought what if todd was really small did that one ever occur? Like
1: Ant Man's thighs?
2: Yeah, like what if Tom, it, doesn't explain like, the,
1: it doesn't explain the couch? But perhaps like he's just part of a secret society we're unaware of.
2: What? Yeah. What if he's like he lives in a dollhouse? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I was like, have you ever heard this this whole like idea of magical realism, like the like the literary idea where it's w- the way that we construct reality. The example that's often used is y- you go on things that are proven in the past, but you can't actually know them for the present. So what I mean by that is, uh, the classic example is you go to bed, it's raining the next day. There's a car parked outside your house that was not there previously. You assume because it's reasonable and, and sane that somebody drove it to your house overnight and was like, perhaps they live across the street or whatever. You don't assume that it grew there overnight. Right. And, but it's just this notion of like looking at, looking at the world without, uh, uh preconceived, uh, without assumptions. Right. And so I was thinking in line with that and thinking, what if Todd was really small <laughs> and now that I'm, now that I'm looking at the photo, makes it much funnier
1: (laughs) yo thank you everybody this was a good episode (laughs) that was popcorn